Hi, Toby. Thank you for joining us on the Black Ink podcast. Um, Hello, Rachel. <laughs> um, so I caught you on one of my favourite uh, shows right now, I May Destroy You. Yes. Um, <laughs> and before that, you were in a Sky series with Mark Strong, Temple. Yep. For those who don't know you, tell us a little bit about yourself and your career. Um, yeah, so my name's Toby, as Rachel just said. <laughs> um, I'm a young actor. I started acting when I was about 16. And my journey's been, it's been different. I was on the route to drama school, but fortunately I landed Temple. So I didn't end up going to drama school and then literally it just kicked off from there. And before then I was, you know, doing like much as I could, like presenting and everything else. But yeah, that's sort of been the journey so far. But it's still didn't, it's growing. <laughs> that's amazing. I mean, he just skipped the drama school and just went straight in and got a job, like, you know, with, with a ledge like Mark Strong. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. How was yeah, it working? It was awesome. Literally, I, I see it as my training. Like the days yeah. I was working on Temple was it was six months filming. So wow. literally day in like I felt like I was learning loads and I think I think I did like Mark is also he's a really great guy like honestly a great guy so he literally used to when I asked questions he used to tell me like you know a lot of advice acting tips and how to really get a hold of things in the industry so yeah, yeah. oh that's awesome see that's really nice to hear um and what about with Michaela Cole who's my shiro yes um, how was it working with her oh, I love Michaela Michaela is like it's really weird. I was speaking to one of the other cast members literally yesterday about Michaela mm. and working on the, working, especially on that scene, the family scene. Yeah. You wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't know that she'd worked so hard on the past episodes and just in general on the whole show as her, you know, being a writer, producer, director as well. It's, yeah. it's so mad. Like she literally just stronghold, just took it on and did it amazingly and it's come out to be so magnificent that honestly um, I'm really inspired I'm really inspired by her and you know on that show as well I got into writing as well because she sort of helped me so literally working alongside her has been a blessing yeah it's honestly every episode I'm just like my mouth is on the floor (laughs) it's just so groundbreaking Um, I'm a huge fan of hers and anything that she touches so yeah I'm Mm. here for it (laughs) Um, what else are you working on currently or yet to come out so yet to come out we have a show called cursed which is a netflix series and that was that was really that was really fun filming because it was like you know medieval and i was playing a warrior so (laughs) that was yeah yeah (laughs) so it was really fun that was like a tribute to my old fantasy sort of obsessed childhood (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) but yeah and also we have season two of Temple which is still in discussion because we're not really sure since lockdown but should be coming back hopefully COVID is just messing up everyone's lives right now seriously a little bit yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, so for those people who want to follow you and catch up with you do you want to share your social media handles um, where are you on Instagram Twitter mm-hmm. yeah so I'm mainly on Instagram which is Toby King Bakari just my full name as it is so yeah Ah, original. No, original. no, 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 underscores. No, <laughs> no underscores. <laughs> as it goes. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, so as you know, this is a Black Ink podcast and we asked you to pick a black film um, that you wanted to discuss and you picked uh, Be Some No Nation with yes. 
very lush Idris Elba. Yes. Uh, tell us why. Oh, there's a lot of reasons, a lot of reasons. It's actually, aside from it being the magnificent film and having Idris, you know, this amazing actor, just, you know, taking them through that journey. Um, it's also really close to me because I would like to say I went through a similar, actually, <laughs> I was going to say I went through a similar experience, but I, it's not really as similar as that, as okay, you can imagine. I won't explain how it was similar. Basically, okay. when, I was, <laughs> when I was younger, um, I went through some family sort of things and ended up in Nigeria with my brothers. And I remember when I was in Nigeria, I, was, I grew up in Ireland. <laughs> I grew up in, like, in like the UK. And okay. when I went to... That's, that's another topic. I grew up okay. in the UK. <laughs> we'll get to that. Let's just... We'll, yeah. We'll, we'll get to that, yeah. Mm. And then in the UK... No, and in, and in Nigeria, when we were about to leave, I remember something happened with like my passport and some issues. And when my family left, I couldn't go along with them. So I had to stay in Nigeria for another year by myself. How old so were you? I was about seven or six, yeah. Yeah, quite young. So I remember, like, there's a scene in Beast of the Nation where yeah, um, the main, the main, Agu is leaving his his mom yeah. in the car. And yeah. when I watched that originally, I remember just feeling like, oh, like literally, it hit me so hard in ways I didn't remember, but yeah. it came back to me. So that's one of the reasons why I just love that. Well, film. I'm clearing up right now, just thinking about it because that scene is mm. so horrible to watch, and you just like, I felt the pain and the tears in his eyes. So it's like, literally, yeah. Oh, and he's such, he's such an amazing actor as well. He's like, oh, let's not get started on him, but okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I mean, I can... So then you came a year later? And yeah, so then, then eventually when my mum went and got things sorted out, she came back to get me and then came to London for the first but time. But that must have been so difficult yeah. for her. Were you, are you the youngest? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Can imagine... But, Okay, okay. I'm not going to start crying right now. Let me just <laughs> do this and then uh, get this. I was going to ask, can you relate to the characters and the location? Will you answer that question? Whether yeah, you can please. That? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> a little bit, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. Apart from the young boy, is there anyone else in there that you kind of felt... Um, for example, like Idris's personality kind of reminds you of that typical young uncle that yeah. everyone has that tries to be a bit cool and he's really not. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so I just wondered if you had anyone like that that in the film that kind of reminded you of anyone that you um, knew. Um, I would say, yeah, for sure Idris's character is like, you know, I feel like his character for me, it took me a few watches to really understand him because it's like, he's this anti-hero and this mm. anti-sort of, you know, and it's like he's doing a good thing because he's building a good thing as in, as in the rebels fighting for what they believe in and, you know, they're trying to make a difference. They're trying to live happily. And he's building these families, but then he's, like, raping the boys. And it's like, it's just these... Uh, so I like to say... I do, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I answered the question. Like, <laughs> I want to know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. He's a very layered character, though. I do like the fact that in one scene, he may be perceived as a hero, and then in the yeah. next, it's an absolute villain. Um, which is one thing I found difficult watching it as a as a as I love Idris. Um, <laughs> it's like Idris, what are you doing, babe? Like, don't do that. You know, <laughs> I found myself pleading with this character, and I guess that's why 
you know, for me, it's one of his best perform- performances because yeah. he executed it so well. Like, you really did mm. believe it. Mm. And, like, when you isolate his journey as well, aside from mm. all the other characters, you really see where it happens and where the change happens from him wanting to make a difference and then him going into, like, you know, vigilante, like, you know, screw the screw the the movement, let's start our own thing and that going horribly wrong and then him. So, yeah, I feel like he does, he smashes that completely. It's such a heartbreaking film because um, not often we get these kind of, like, civil war films about Africa mm. that's kind of really told through a child um, and in such a horrific, honest way. It just really feels like everything that's happening is so real and yeah. it's based on a reality. Um, and so that's one of the reasons why I liked the film. I mean, I've only watched it a few times because my heart can only take so much of that. <laughs> um, but yeah, how did you how did you feel watching that depiction of like civil war um, in Africa? And I feel like I feel like it's really it's really powerful because, mm. as you said, we don't see it often. So mm. it's something that needs to be told. And it's something that needs to be like you know that, that that needs to be broadcasted out there. I feel like how I felt. It's like honestly because of the the way the film is and like this is just good filmmaking. But then they have like these these light bits where it's really, really African. I remember, and I could relate to these light bits. Like when they're in school and, and, and they're clapping and he says, you got it right. And he goes, and I know that one. And it's really, really Nigerian, like African. Yeah, like, yeah, it yeah, was yeah, like yeah, that as well. Yeah. And it's those bits of real honesty that really, really makes, made, made me as a person like, wow, this, like, this shit actually goes on. As in like, yeah. this, is, this is real. These kids go through things like this. Mm. So I feel like it, it was heartbreaking and also like, I don't know, it just like opened my eyes in many the different ways. Mm. Mm. There was a bit when he's um towards the beginning when Idris is like knocking the kids on the head and he's like, I yeah. say, and I say yeah. like, a bit of bad yeah. away. And it just reminded me mm. so much of like that's exactly what one of my annoying uncles would do. <laughs> yeah. and it's, like, it's not funny, it's a very serious situation they're in. They're like bantering me off in the situation. Um mm-hmm. I yeah, it's there's so many bits like that in the school. Um, just the relationship with the brothers. Um, yeah. That was just like, oh, yeah, it's, it's it's quite hard. Um, so I was going to say what other scenes that kind of stood out to you, if you had any favourite scenes. Um, um, so my favourite scene would be the scene where he's leaving his mum in the car and he's fighting to try and get on the car. That's one of my favourite scenes, and definitely. But um, it's hard because there's so many. They are. But I'll say a memorable scene... And a mm. scene that really sticks with me is when he's waiting to see the the big commander, when Idris and his and his battalion are waiting to see the big commander, and there's like Asian and there's an Asian guy sitting there, and then a white guy sitting there, and they get like you know they they get VIP treatment, they get straight in to see the commander, and then yeah. they even get after I think they even get like a like a like a token of appreciation for coming all this way and all that, and it's interesting because. Obviously, that was there. That was put in, you know, that was put in on purpose because, you know, they wanted to make a point. Of course, yeah. And I feel like that's really interesting. I feel like that was like, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it, it's a little um, reminder of, of socially what happens as well and yeah. how, yeah. Uh, I guess, a certain African leaders love to just... Um, exactly. Know, I think that's another day. That'll be a conversation. <laughs> yeah. But, no, it was really important to kind of um, show that um, I think for me, a lot, it was, it felt like at times, like some of the, 
it was so graphical, like when he was chopping, when he had to chop yeah. the guy's head. I was just like, this is horrible, um, but well executed. It felt like a Quentin Tarantino scene at mm. one point. because just like the blood and gore was proper real, like the sounds of the bullets. Um, you just felt like they were coming over your shoulder. Is this is this your favourite Idris performance or do you have... Um, it's definitely one of my favourites. Definitely one of my favorites. I feel like for what, for what it is, for like filmmaking and, you know, the things I like to see in film... And the way I like to film to make me feel, I feel like it is one of my favourite performances. Yeah. But yeah, just yeah. in terms of like the coolest, I think, is Luther. You know, I'd love Luther. Oh, of course. <laughs> exactly. But, like, well, I, but I wouldn't, you know, but I couldn't say it's his, it is one of his best performances, but I couldn't, it wouldn't be my sort of top because it's not, you know, Luther is just like entertainment, in my opinion. This is like, and also Luther's so like familiar. He's like the proper geezer yeah. from, you know, East End and that. And he just feels yeah. so like, you know him. I do not know Idris or Luther. But <laughs> um, I think one that people forget about is Rock and Roller, which is one of yes. my favorite early doors. It's got Jared Butler. Um, yeah. The cast is wicked. Um, but yeah, mm. I, I love him in that as well. Yeah, you got like all of them, even Tom Hardy, even Mark as well. Mark's in it. Yeah, Mark. Mark's in it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So it's a brilliant cast. Yeah, and no, I love that. Great film. Um, and I love his character in Thor. I just yeah. love the idea of him in Thor being that all seen eye kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. And Mandela, obviously. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so how did you feel about like a non-African director, Curry, can never say his name, surname, don't judge me, Fugananga? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, directing, because for me, I think he did a pretty good job in terms of like directing and getting that essence of just harrowing feeling yeah. across. Honestly, I didn't know, and I mm. and I and I always assumed that it wasn't a white director, you know, mm. until I researched it, and I was like, "Wow, he done a really good job." I'm, yeah, I'm impressed because, like I said, all them little, them little small things, them little details that felt so honest. I felt mm. like that's often the difference that you see with like a black director or yeah. filmmaker to them making. You know what I'm saying? So then, when he he nailed it, you know, he nailed that aspect of it. So. No, hat off to hat off to him. Yeah. I think maybe also because he had the the foundation there of the book to kind of work from. Yeah. Um, and I definitely think he must have had some sort of like I don't know some uncles and African influences yeah. because um yeah like you said it was executed really well. Um, and another scene that I was discussing with Adam earlier is the um the sexual assault and mm. how you don't really see it but it's implied and how much that stuck in my head and how important that was to show what happens to these children um, in these situations and these circumstances because um, yeah. it's a bit of a dark it's such a dark topic um, would you ever consider playing a dark character like that that kind of depicts different sides of life um with me, definitely, like, yeah. I'm, I'm open to, like, a lot of, like, different types of characters because equally, sometimes you're saying it can be right, it can be quite dark yeah. and negative and, you know, but I feel like these are real people, this is real things. And especially when we're dealing with real topics, you have to be honest to it. Yeah. So I feel like the way they did that, with all the, the negative themes, like the drugs, there's a lot of, like, yeah. theme of drugs in it. 
and you know even the theme of juju black magic in you know? oh yeah 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 that yeah, was thought... people's heads if they did a <laughs> yeah yeah it really could have. <laughs> i feel like if you're not if you're not from that sort of background then it might just look like you know these rituals but this is like the thing <laughs> that they would do and they mm. would believe that they're doing you know this black magic even when they said the bullets won't touch you and yeah, yeah, yeah. That was just so, and it's like these poor children, like your proper mm. brainwashing. And I love the process of showing how to brainwash a child. Yeah, you know, yeah. you've killed them, taken them, taken them away from their family, um, mm-hmm. and left them kind of no option, which is mm-hmm. just so sad. Definitely, definitely. I feel like, um, oh my god, no gone. I was going to say with the topic of what I would play, it has to be really. To, it has to really relate to the topic though because sometimes oh. you know like I see a lot of productions that just show things because they feel that would be cool like it's cool to show a murderer or rapist because it's just like interesting but yeah. know, it's not really for a purpose it's just for entertainment in that sense and I feel like when dealing with them sort of themes you have to you know exactly if it's necessary for the development of a character then yes exactly not exactly. just to kind of glorify or to for yeah. sure you it's like exactly so unnecessary um so for this idris kind of put on weight let himself go a little bit um, <laughs> <laughs> messed up his hairline um <laughs> henry's very very sharp at the moment oh, thank you. <laughs> um, is, there, is that something that you would be up for like body transformation um how easy or hard would that be for you um, I mean, putting on weight for me is <laughs> very easy, <laughs> super easy. <laughs> so that wouldn't be a problem. But I mean, definitely, like again, if it's for the character, if it's for the role, then you know, sometimes okay. I have to. Get, I feel like there's levels, you know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't make myself really unhealthy to the point <laughs> where I've damaged my organs and that just just so I could play a role. It can I think, be damaging. Yeah, it can it be can, damaging. All right. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, you have to know what you're doing. Like, you have to do it the right way. Like, I see all these, like, celebrities playing superheroes and they go on this dirty bulk and they start eating junk food just to burn. And I, nah, you could do it without doing that. So I feel like it depends on how you do it. <laughs> That's the main thing. I think one person that kind of um, is very good at that, which is probably bad, but is Christian Bell. Yeah. He's forever... Yeah on and off in some sort of diet for whatever character. Um, I mean, he's yeah. excellent, but yeah. Um, so if there was a, if you could direct someone to YouTube, watch a scene, a particular scene from um, Beast of the Nation, what mm-hmm. would it be? Which one would you pick? Entice them. Um, a particular scene? Mm-hmm. I would say... I feel like that's really hard, you know, because a lot of the film works. It's difficult. (laughs) It is. Because especially this film, it works because of the adventure value as you see the journey. That's why it's so shocking when when Agu's saying, fuck, 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 because he's not like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So, I would say, if I had to pick two scenes. (laughs) No, you can pick it. Yeah, do it. I would pick the Imagination TV scene when, when they're like trying to pitch this Imagination TV Mm-hmm. And then I would pitch like the scene where yeah the scene where Agu and Striker are chopping the head. Yeah, that's all. Like, uh... like even the even like it showed like the the the, the brother the, the brotherhood of the whole like battalion in a sense as well. Like mm-hmm. you know, I like the fact that obviously it was bad that Agu was chopping his head, 
But that striker came and helped him. And mm. then since then, that was like the start of their, you know, brotherhood. And then yeah. in the end, obviously, ah, gets really sad. <laughs> it gets really sad. I mean, the journey of the, the whole film is just so difficult. Um, and like mm. you said, it's about brotherhood and also kind of like, it depicts losing your child innocence. Um, yeah. And the, diff- and the different stages as well that it's that it happens um in one film like usually just one of those things are enough for you to lose your child innocence but there's quite mm-hmm. a few different different scenes in that um that happen <clears throat> is there anything else that drew you to this movie apart from obviously where it was set the subject um the phenomenal acting from the young boy um and interest and, and, and the cast was mainly just that, to be fair. I feel like it was because I, I felt like it was going to be a film that felt familiar, and yeah. it was. And Idris, of course. <laughs> and, yeah, I feel like it was a film that, when I watched it the first time, I watched it again and then again. Because the more I watched it, the more I started to see these themes, and the more I started to really love it. Yeah. I think I was quite disappointed in the lack of awards it had. That was something that, and I watched it again just to clarify, like, what? Am I <laughs> like, this film was phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, yeah, to answer your question, I feel like it's mainly the things you said. Mainly mm. the things you said. I, I agree with you. And I think, because this was um, one of Netflix's early films of, like, guys, take a series. Yeah. You're going to be putting out really good content. Um, and I think just having kind of one, one superstar, Idris, and then everyone else kind of being, like, unknown actors and, um, or, you know, kind of, building up to that um i was really proud of netflix i think this was a, a brilliant yeah. brilliant content for them to put out and really surprised me so i think from that point on i took them a little bit more serious in terms of like what they're producing and stuff mm. um but yeah it's it's definitely a difficult watch but a necessity one for sure exactly i feel like watching it I really was intrigued by the juju sort of side to it. I remember like, <laughs> really like, well, like, when I'm thinking about it now and I just remember, I, I reminded myself earlier, but that was really scary to, at a point. Yeah, and, and even, it's important to mm, have that in is. there, especially mm-hmm. when you're thinking, like an African story because it is such a big part of like the culture yeah. and stuff like exactly. that. Kind of ignore that would, wouldn't do it. any it so Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe, building up on that storyline somewhere along the way, somewhere in another movie. That's not mm. on Vox or one of those channels. <laughs> but more yeah. mainstream might be, um, might be an idea. Mm. And I think it's interesting that you have to really focus to catch it. And I yeah. think that's a good thing. I feel like that's actually a good thing when I think about it because it's easy to, to see the stereotypes of black magic and juju, especially with African culture. Yeah. And this is obviously an ongoing debate still that, <laughs> you know, a, a lot of my friends and me get into a lot and it's like, is Juju evil or is it just westernised like I'm scared of our tree, like, cultural? And, and honestly, I'm religious, so I'm just like, uh, no. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to get involved. I'm just going <laughs> to yeah. out of it. You know I mean? But I still feel like it's good that, you know, that like we could, you know, see that and realise that. And then some people will be like, oh, they're just you know, doing rituals. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, great, no, I, get that. I think that's such a, it's such a conversation that happens amongst us all the time, constantly, yeah. all the time. Um, even when you bring into religion and stuff like that, you know, it's an old religion, some may argue. Um, so yeah. I'm not involved each <laughs> their own. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, no, I, and, and like you, I do think it should have got a few more awards, but I think because of the, 
subject and I think because they were so raw it was not really an entertaining film <laughs> it, doesn't, mm. it doesn't leave you feeling warm and fuzzy inside yeah. um, so I think because there's no like clear hero mm. which usually is the case in these kind of like blockbuster winning movies um, I think that's probably why it yeah, didn't yeah, right. but, but definitely I think it deserved it for sure it sure. was definitely, in a way, almost before his time. As if it came out now and all about this time, I feel like it would skyrocket. Oh yeah, I totally agree so, with you. Yeah. It's so annoying that that happens though with some movies. Yeah. To be fair, um, but yeah, definitely, if it was released now, I think it would have probably swept up. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, I hope when we're up and running again that you'd be able to come down and join us for one of our screenings. Oh yeah, of course, definitely. So what are these screenings like as well? So you watch the films? Yeah, so we put on old and new films. Um, mm. So we've had Poetic Justice and oh. Inside Man. Um, and obviously these are films that you've either watched in the cinema or by yourself, but watching it in a setting is... Um, and some people don't even, like, I've never heard of Poetic Justice, which is crazy <laughs> in, my, in my eyes. Um, and just kind of seeing their reaction... And, you know, uh, the, pr- the conversations it prompts afterwards as well. So we have like a little like interaction and stuff like that. Um, mm. so it's quite cool. Yeah. So obviously the pandemic kicked in and put everything on hold. <laughs> so once yeah. we're allowed to get back in the cinemas properly, um, yeah, we'll be back up and running. And the next film is Set It Off. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Thank you, Toby King Bakari for joining a Black Ink Cinema podcast.